Improving your relationship with money can be tough, even if you've been working on it for years. Heck, just last week, we ran into a bump in the road, and in this episode, we tell all. Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. All right, so last week I found myself in kind of a predicament. Uh, even though we have been, you know, intention- growing in our relationship with money and handling it intentionally over the last, what, almost eight years now, mm-hmm. and working hard on our money mindset, every now and again we run into a snag. And last week I found myself, you know, in that situation. Snagged. Yeah, I was snagged. I was on the line. So uh, what the situation was, let me give a little context here, folks, because that's my number one strength on StrengthsFinder, and I'm all about that context. <laughs> Jonathan. Your number two strength is mentioning StrengthsFinder. <laughs> no, my number two strength is strategic, <laughs> and is strategic to tell people that my... Okay, oh, anyway. boy. Neither here nor there. Thank you for the eye roll. That's yeah. always mandatory when I mention that. All right, so we were preparing to go out of town for the weekend, and I had a lot of things left on my plate that I had to do, uh, including flipping the house around, like, aka cleaning the whole thing, because we had Airbnb guests coming in, like, a day and a half or something. We were doing our old standard. Our standard. Our house goes on Airbnb, which then bankrolls us going to stay at a different Airbnb. Exactly. So we had a weekend getaway in Okoboji. It was a fun thing. But because we traded our boring old house for a farm with ponies, yeah, and trampolines and kittens, it was awesome, it was fantastic. We had a great time. Uh, but I got in a snag because while we were preparing to go out of town, I intentionally am trying to run out of food so that our fridge isn't just like packed to the gills, right? Mm -hmm. And I had not yet gone grocery shopping for our car snacks and different things like that. And I have a lot of food allergies. So when I say there was dwindling reserves in the house for me to eat that were safe, I mean it. Like, it got to the point where there was maybe some eggs. Maybe I could have had some yogurt. But at this point, it had been about two days where I'd been kind of surviving on the dregs Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. of the pantry and the fridge. And at this point, it was like I could have riced cauliflower in the freezer. I mean, it was getting... With a nice big scoop of peanut butter on top. Yeah, it was getting weird. And I was... <laughs> I had like... It was the last day that our babysitter actually was here. So I was trying to punch out a ton of projects all morning. All of a sudden now, it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. I had not eaten that day because I'm one of those people that when I get into a project or work, I just straight up forget to eat. I mean, I've forgotten to eat for like days before. I mean, when when our middle daughter was in the NICU, I forgot to eat for a couple days. I I seriously did. I just... For real? I just forget because I'm so laser focused on whatever it is in front of me. It's a good thing and a bad thing. Apparently, for my blood sugar, it's a very bad thing. Yeah. And so here I am. I put the kids down for nap time. There's nothing to eat in the house. I know that I have to spend the entire nap time like doing heavy labor cleaning and... I'm freaking out. I'm starting to shake because my blood sugar has gotten so low and all I've done is drink coffee, so I'm also extra wired. And I knew in this moment that because now my kids are napping, I can't go to the store. There's no loading anybody up. No. The closest path to food for me was DoorDash and ordering Chipotle to come to my door 
for like $14. But I was struggling. I was hemming and hawing and scrupulizing over How, this decision. Because, all right, you're like, oh, I need something. Oh, oh, uh, I need something. Chipotle, to uh, they deliver. Oh, duh, what's this? Is it DoorDash? You go on there. You, you, you put in the order. I put in the you, order. You chicken, mm-hmm, white mm-hmm, rice, mm-hmm. black beans, blah, blah, blah. I see it. And then I see that it costs money. Duh. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the, because I'm low blood sugar and I'm stressed, I was prone to some old money mindset issues. What was going on? And one of the old tapes that I play myself is that I don't deserve anything. And I mean, this is going to get deep here, folks. I might even cry. I hope I don't cry. <laughs> but I don't deserve anything. Um, I can't have nice things if they're just going to be a blessing to me. Uh, it, if Only if it all like directly blesses somebody else and I just kind of get to ride on the tailwinds of it is how I can receive something good. If it's getting Chipotle for dinner for the family. Right. Then I'm good. Just for Amanda? Mm, no. I should, you know... Eat one more scoop of peanut butter. I should eat peanut butter over cauliflowered rice, crack a whip over my back, and keep punching crack through. Crack an egg in the bowl. Yeah, I just keep pushing, keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And the like that's not always a bad thing, but with my history, again, guys, I will just push myself until I don't eat for a couple days, until the brink of like I'm bedridden because I'm so stressed out and I've run out of energy. Like this is not a good this is not a good money mindset place for me to so go. So how long do you think you were there with the the Chipotle bowl like yeah. in your cart but not ordering? How 20, long were you there? 20 or 30 minutes. 20 or 30 minutes. I wouldn't want to be stuck now, behind her. The kids were like doing the thing where like they're coming in and escaping nap time and it's starting to get ugly guys because when you're angry yeah. and kids are not listening, I mean, I was getting a little yelly. I was most certainly getting, yeah, it was, it was vulnerable. So I just decided, Hey, I'm calling Jonathan. So I get a call. I call him and I do the classic, like, this is what's going on and blah, blah, blah. blah. Basically I need him to tell me that it's okay to do this. And so you kind of take the reins from this moment. I pick up the phone. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, nonstop this and this and this and this. Like a this barrage. Point A, B, C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. Oh, I'm like, hey, hey, cut it out. Stop it. Um, and it was like, and it was kind of coming out. He's like, I don't, I don't. Uh, that you, you thought that kind of like you didn't deserve it or it wasn't worth it. or I'm like, what are you? Like I don't, I wasn't gonna order because maybe you would be like, I don't know, it's like all the money and he's I'm like, honey, just just order the freaking bowl. If I would have just looked at our budget, we actually had plenty of grocery or like restaurant money. Yes, but in my head, it's not for me. So I go, just order no. the bowl already, and she goes, you know, it's like, oh, but that's not like, but all of it. I go, no, 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 it, you're the only person who thinks it's, it's you're not worth it. You're the only person who thinks. Uh, this would be a waste of money or anything. Like, just order the thing already. If you don't order it, I am going to order it. So then you tell me to order it. I try again. <laughs> I can't do it, guys. I can't do it. I've got this old tape in my head, and I realize, like, I'm going down real fast. And then you did you did finally pull yourself to it, and then the website broke. The website broke. <laughs> the website broke. The, you're like, you're, you know I'm going to do it. I'm going to click well, it. Well, you okay. want to know why it I'm going to click it because you were there why? too long. I was there too long, but I was also trying to get a bunch of promo codes to, like, oh, try to save. Oh, my God. <laughs> try to save, like, 10 cents. 
<laughs> again, I was I was a caged animal shrouded in my You're old like, I'm money getting, mindset. I'm getting a, like it was a 500 error. I was like, oh boy. So then so I go, what? I'm ordering it. So I get on door. <laughs> I signed in as you. It was still there in the cart. So I just click <laughs> order. And it worked. And 20 minutes later, ding dong, a man brought me Chipotle to my front door. I have never had this happen to me. Like, I have literally never ordered takeout and delivered, had it delivered to me, guys. I always go pick up. We always pick up. Yeah, because we're usually out and about. But that's just like, I don't do this. Like, rem- another- Especially in the middle of the day. In the middle of the day, yeah. But just another example, like when I went to college, guys. Oh, this- boy. We don't want to get down too big of a rabbit hole here, but my dad handed me five $20 bills the day he moved me into the dorm. As like a, here's As a like a, hey, a little kid. spending cash just for like a week, right? For most well, college most kids, kids or a week or two. Well, most kids week. He, yeah. He wasn't going to re-up you or anything. No, no. It was just like a, hey, here's a little start to, to your who knows? Days. Yeah. When I went home at Christmas break, guys, I still had like $80. <laughs> Listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, guys, listen to this. Hey, Amanda, how many pizzas did you order in your entire time at college? Granted, that's five years. In those five years of college, how many pizzas did you order? Zero. Are you kidding me? Zero. I... My sorority had, like, freezer food. That's not pizzas. That was terrible, but it was free. I can't can't even count the number of pizzas I ordered (laughs) freshman year. And that's why we were stuck paying off your student loans. Hey, we had coupons. We had coupons. We had Papa John coupons. I know, I know. Okay, so that's just kind of where I was slipped into that old place. So you ordered it. The food came. I sat my butt down. I hate the Chipotle. And literally within like a half hour, I felt like I felt like a different person. And I felt like saying, sorry, I was freaking out. Earlier. Yeah, I could not even think. I was not even me. Mm-hmm. And just a little bit of a boost of calories was like, <laughs> duh, exactly what I needed. And I I speed cleaned that afternoon. I nailed all the things I had to do for work. And and you may never have done it if you stayed snagged mm-hmm. and stuck in right the and the old kind of echo of a previous money mindset exactly the money mindset that like i don't deserve things that my money is not there for me if i want to do something that's going to make my life easier or more convenient Mm -hmm. um, or if it's just something for me and not necessarily going to ripple out and affect somebody else but you can make an argument that this actually did help the family because it got the house clean and got work done but uh that's where i was stuck and so what we want to we want to leave you guys with three kind of teaching points here about this situation um, and kind of how to overcome it. So why don't you kick us off, John, with the first thing, kind of just with like how do you even understand where your money mindset comes yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. Well, the first one, yeah, you need to understand. You need to do your work. You need to dive into it because everybody out there um, has a different idea of money, and that idea of money has been shaped and influenced and all that by your your life up to this point, mm-hmm. what money looked like when you were a kid, what money was like as you grew up, as you were out on your own, your wins, your losses, all those things that people right. things people in your life have said about money. Mm-hmm. The first time you kind of used money, all that stuff goes into it. When I, I, I say a lot of times, if I'm talking to a big group, so maybe you got, if you have somebody else in the room listening to you, try this out. I say, picture cake. Put it, close your eyes and think about cake. Always a food analogy. Always with me. <laughs> and then I and then everybody is that, and then I go, what? 
like I then I pick people. I go, what is your cake? What what does it look like? What what kind of kind was? It? Oh, it was chocolate. Okay, was it a slice or was it the whole? Oh, it was the whole thing. Oh, was it round? No, it was in the pan. Oh, okay. And then I go to somebody. Oh, what was your cake? Oh, it was, it was a yellow cake. It was a slice from a round cake, a double layer with chocolate mm-hmm. frosting mm-hmm. in the middle. I go, okay. We would each, if you presented that piece of cake or that picture of 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 something to each other, you go, oh, that's cake. Right. But upon thinking about cake, you had two different ideas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with money. Exactly. When you um, are coming into money, like you have to think about. What is your hist, your history, your your wins, your losses, your upbringing, all of that stuff, um, d- defines what money's like now. And there's going to be good parts of that that drive you forward when times get hard. And mm-hmm. hey, that's great that you've got that in your history. There's also going to be some parts that make it a little sticky, that make it a little bit easier to get snagged as you're moving forward. Right. But by knowing those, mm-hmm. when you do get snagged, you go, oh, what the, uh, oh, what's the you again and you can right you can figure out you can identify what's going on in that moment and you can you go take the appropriate steps right i think you know if people have listened to us for more than two seconds they've probably heard stories about your number one snag that you get into is like a scarcity money mindset Hmm. That would be like your negative one. My negative one is that I don't deserve anything. Interesting. Um, But there's a lot of other ones out there. Those are both um, examples of like not wanting to spend anything. Right. But there's also could be things out there where money, spending money was a a sign of success or status. Right. Made you feel good or whatever it is. So it's not necessarily just... I'm not going to spend money because of something that's affecting me. It could be the the other side too. Right. Or something in between even. Like, for example, another positive one, like we have run into multiple times in our marriage, like situations where we didn't know where the money was going to come from, but because I've got this thing in me that like I just know the money will come if we just show up and do our best, and it always does. And that's always been like a counteract to some of the negative money mindset stuff we experience. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all of us have good and bad. And it's just doing the work to know what you're up against. And a lot of people, they just don't want to do the work because it can be painful. I mean, a lot of people don't want to, you know, go into the scary closet and just sort around and root around and figure out what's in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's right. We, it's not this extreme, but right, they say, you know, the first step to, um, what is it? The first step to fixing the problem is like admitting you have a problem. Sure. It's not necessarily you have a problem with money, but the first step between... Uh, you and like improving your your relationship with money or knowing when you get snagged is knowing your relationship, taking exactly. a look in the right. mirror and yep. know what's going on. All right. So step number one is just look at your relationship with money and kind of analyze it and get in the know. Because mm-hmm. when you have knowledge, you can actually take action. That leads me to step number two. Have combat weapons ready for when it pops up. And this could look different for every single money mindset that's out there. In my particular situation last week with, with the Chipotle, I knew that I was going downhill fast, but on the outside, I also knew I was just getting snagged, but I, don't, I, didn't, I couldn't get through it on my own. So I had to call Jonathan. It was like sending out a lifeline, right? What's that Lighten show? up the bat signal, perhaps. Yeah, and it's oh. like, help me! Like, I was like putting the SOS out that, I needed to, one, talk it through and be heard and listened to. Um, And then I had to end up taking it a step further and, like, letting you just take complete control because I was not going to be able to do it. 
mm-hmm. in that moment because I had gotten to a point where I was so weak, so vulnerable, and so trapped that I needed to call on you for help. And I knew, and, and I, there's, if I didn't know that was what I was dealing with, there, I might not have known that the combat weapon was just a phone call away mm-hmm. for me in particular in that situation. Yeah. For you sometimes, like when you've been stuck in a place of like, scarcity or whatever it takes me being like nope we're going to the movies anyway or whatever it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just kind of having those uh weapons in place for when the time comes right and you got to pull it out and you got to say nope this old negative money mindset that's trapping me is a lie and the truth is x y or z and these are the ways that i'm gonna realign my mindset and my heart with what's true yeah and so that could be right reaching out to somebody so if you if you are married like that's really good that's great to be you know you've had those discussions hopefully with each other you're able to help each other out and all that if not all right maybe you've got a trusted friend Mm -hmm. like an accountability partner kind of thing maybe somebody you're going somebody you are going through like the Waltwin course with um, who, or who's also a member of Walt One Academy. You can talk about what you're learning and what you're going through, help keep each other motivated and excited and like on the path forward to, to success and improvement. Right. Yep. Um, or it could be even, right, if you when you're going through everything and you see what's going on with you and money, you can write it down and you can kind of say, like, this is what it feels like and this is what's going on, but really the truth of it is blah, 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 blah. So you can say, you know what, I... Um, I tend to blow my budget because I just, when I feel bad, I just go buy a bunch of junk and that gets me in more trouble and I don't like that. I don't want to do that again. So the truth is I don't need to go spend money to feel better about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, There's I need other to, things I can do. Yeah. So whatever that is, you, you call your, your person up or you, you, you take out that sheet of paper or you look it up on your computer, wherever you put it and you kind of go through that thing. And again, that's possible because you've done that work and you figured out where those possible mm-hmm. or maybe probable snags are going to be on you. Right. And you can kind of figure out what you're going to need in those moments. Yep. All right. So step number one is be in the know. Step number two, kind of figure out what are your combat weapons? How are you going to dismiss the lies and replace it with truth? And number three, uh, if you're married or you have an accountability partner, help your partner out. Mm-hmm. Like you easily could have just been like, Ugh, Amanda, move on. Or like you could have been annoyed and not willing to help. Send to voicemail. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I've heard enough, Amanda. Or whatever. Or like just like you could have said something like just grow up and do it. Or like something not helpful. But you, because we've talked about these things together, you had the awareness to say, oh my gosh, nope, I need to be able to step in here. Because I know her weaknesses and she doesn't even know how deep she is in this right now. Like and how could, easy it is to get out. Right. You had clarity and I had confusion. And like the person who had clarity, it, usually the person not in the situation that's causing them <laughs> a spin out. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> like you had the, the perspective to know exactly what needed to happen when I'm just sitting there spinning my wheels and freaking out. Sure, sure. So I was able to step in there and kind of take some, some action pretty swiftly to just – Hey, all right, I, I gotcha. I hear you. This is what's going on. This is what you're thinking, but that's kind of crazy. It's not accurate uh, to reality. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to do to move forward is this and this and this. We're going to order that Chipotle already. Um, and then um, what was, was really good, though, is part of 
having your partner's back is to talk about that afterwards, of course. In the in the moment, you can do some talking about it, but like mm-hmm. you're in that moment, and one of you, maybe both of you, are a little bit crazy, a little bit hyped up, spun up, and so it might not be the best time <laughs> to go into everything right then. You kind of wait till afterwards, you kind of do a debrief, right? Yeah. Oh, hey, remember earlier? What was going on right there? What were you thinking about? What was yeah. going on in you? What have if you? If, as you think back on it now. What do you see mm-hmm. uh, in hindsight? Yeah, and then you can have that discussion and talk about um, what's going on, and then those those snags mm-hmm. you can start right if it's um, you, know, you can cart I don't know file them down or whatever it is, um, and then over time you're gonna get snagged less and less and less. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's very far and few between that I fall into that, but it was just one of those random situations because I was low blood sugar and stressed and had a lot of work to do. Mm-hmm. It just was the perfect storm, if you will. Now, I want to do one last little caveat here. Caveat? Caveat? How do you say that? Cuviute. Okay. Yeah, that was helpful. (laughs) Um, There would have been points in our marriage when, like, maybe we were saving for Mm. adoption or maybe we were uh, trying to pay off debt. And, like, that phone call to you would have resulted in, Amanda, like, you know that there isn't money in the restaurant fund and you know we're committed to not doing budget hanky-panky and rearranging things. And you would have... But it would have a totally different also, conversation. Cause it it would have been a different conversation, been, and you still would have found a way... It would never have been, you know what, and you're not worth this. Like, that exactly. would never have been no, part of that. There would have been a different but the outcome, solution. The, 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 yeah, the way forward would have been a little different. But because we are in a position now where we are debt-free and, and whatnot, we... We just had the option because money can be there to just make your life easier sometimes in situations. Of course, it can be. And that's the beauty of when you get more wiggle room in your life and you have a little bit more freedom, ah, the money can actually create a little more ease. And that is really, really a nice thing about money. Mm -hmm. Not always would this have been the scenario, and I knew that. And, you know, there were hard times in the, the past when maybe I would have wanted something and we had to come to a different conclusion. But in this situation it's how the cookie crumbled hmm. it's how the chipotle crumbled cookies <laughs> how the tortilla tore <laughs> how the chip crumbled yeah i don't know how you walk went brown ew i hate when that happens Yeep. it rarely do it does it ever last yeah, long enough to get to that long point enough around here no <laughs> no, no, no. All right, it also so that's it. doesn't stick around. Look at this. Ooh, transition. What also doesn't stick around very long is public open enrollment periods for our Walton course. Right. And we have an entire module, guys, literally dedicated to figuring out your money mindset. So assessing your financial personality, figuring out you and money and kind of what's influenced it from your history, uh, from different... Your, things that have happened to your you in history, your life. Your history, your family history, your generational tendencies, all sorts of stuff. Every yeah. little this and that, uh, everything that can come into it, it's it's an unbelievable um, conversation start. We've gotten so many comments just on that one module alone. Mm. It's module um, one. Yes, because that's where you start. you got to figure this stuff out, guys. Yeah. So if you want to do a deep dive, we're not open for Wallet One enrollment right now, but go over to walletone.com. Click on the green button and get on the wait list so yep. that next time we're opening doors, you're notified first. Yep. Or, you know, maybe you're listening to this in the future. Still, 
Go to WalletWin. Hit hey. the green button in the corner. It's either going to be waitlist or join now. Right. So Maybe that button open. is your friend and is going to help you on the, get kind of the, the, the jump ahead, the fast track, the cheat codes into understanding your relationship with money. Yep. Head on over to WalletWin.com. Hit that green button in the corner. They'll join the wait list or get you in the course if it's open while you're there. Hey, make sure you get some of those free resources that we've got right there on the homepage. Mm -hmm. Three free resources for you to get going on your relationship with money and improve your financial situation right now. Yep. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast and want to share, help others find it as well, go to iTunes and rate us in Apple Podcasts. Is that the right words? Yeah, most of them. <laughs> We're available wherever you listen to podcasts. So tell all your friends, no matter where they listen to podcasts, just type in WalletWin and start subscribing to this show. Until next time. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the WalletWin program at WalletWin.com. Music in this episode's from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.